It's five minutes with me. Recently, I was getting caught up with a friend who works in an aspect of the business world where he regularly interfaces with super wealthy people. Earlier that week, he'd been working with a guy who owned 22 different residences and vacation homes, all for his own use, that is, along with the, well, of course, private jet and luxury yacht. After I got off the phone, my mind wandered for a bit. It, it wasn't merely the predictable daydream of my money ship coming into port uh, or of owning 22 personal residences or having cash flowing out of my pockets. Since that daydream is absolutely, inarguably, most assuredly fiction, my daydream was much more dangerous in its seduction. The most dangerous seductions are always those within reach. Wait, I really want you to hear that, and I'm going to say it again. The most dangerous seductions are always those within reach. If I, happily married dude that I am, notice I have an attraction for a movie star I'll never, ever, ever meet. Well, let's just admit the inherent risk is low. But if I notice an attraction to my wife's friend who seems to be flirting with me, well, that's risky. It's the plausibility that greases the skids of destruction. That daydream of wealth, then, is not risky because I might become obsessed with materialism. I don't think that's my current risk. Or, be, or become suddenly wealthy and not able to keep my priorities straight. The sudden wealth just ain't going to happen. The risk, instead, is the seduction of things being easy. I remember a pastor I worked with complaining once that we'd been working so hard for so long to paddle into a wave. I, I live in California, and surfing metaphors are common. And he felt we deserved to catch a wave and ride it all the way into the shore. Ease in ministry means the budget is here. The people flock to services and programs at inexplicable growth rates. The, the internal culture flows and everyone performs like a Formula One pit crew. It might even mean that other ministries start to look at the ease with which we do everything and think we need to be more like them. But all too often, ministry is not easy. Ease is elusive. In the surfing metaphor, the wave moves past us just before we get on to our feet, uh, just before we get to our feet on the board. So we paddle harder and harder, faster and faster. But it's still difficult. And the moments when things seem to be getting easier are fleeting, appearing more as mirages than reality. The aspect of ease that calls to me is sort of a no-duh. It seems that it would be easy. I, I, I like coasting. I, I might even think I deserve that sort of blessing. I mean, come on, I do a lot for God after all. No, I'm not being dreary. Let me, let me clarify. There's a tension in this seduction. I long for ease in ministry, in life, in pretty much everything. But no, I'll never experience it as a place of great growth and transformation. Maybe that's just me, but maybe this is, you know, merely my junk, my dysfunction, but I don't think so. As somebody who trades professionally in spiritual growth, I've seen my share of both what defines the good life and what leads one in that direction. The former is all about ongoing growth and newness and has very little to do with wealth or ease of any sort. The latter, the road to the good life, is a road of challenge, disruption, striving, stretching. In other words, and I suppose the point of my meandering rumination here, ease 
is the enemy of growth. And I think I prefer growth and struggle over ease and stagnation. In fact, I'm way more alive when I'm being challenged. In my ministry context, gliding forward on a blessings hovercraft sounds pretty darn sexy. But at, at last for me, at least for me, I don't think I'll, uh, it'll give me what I ultimately desire. It would only be a detour, a holding pattern of inactivity. So bring on the challenge, baby. You can keep your 22 personal residences in your life of ease. I want growth, so I choose a life of challenge. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.